baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh my gosh, nothing is working in here today, and I'm just I'm losing my ever-loving mind here. Hold on, there you go. All right, there you go. All right. So now we're now we're just about to go live on the stream here, Will. Just about. I had uh all my mices and mices all confused in here. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you along with us on this Thursday afternoon, the first day of February, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow is Groundhog's Day. That's right. But hey, every day for the past, you know, three and a half years, it seemed to be Groundhog Day, hasn't it? It's always gloom and doom, uh, more illegal aliens coming across the border, more trans identity BS, all of that stuff that's going every single day. It just seems to be the same old, same old, the same old outrage. And um, I don't see it cont- uh, are going away until at least November. Do you? No, absolutely not. GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989, Common Sense Retirement Planning, text line 71307. I mean, after all, if you look at it, nothing's been built, nothing's back, and nothing's better under the Biden administration. Absolutely nothing. The economy is still horrible. Oh, no, we've got, uh, even though they just sit up there and lie to you day in and day out, we all know uh, the absolute truth about that. Immigration. Uh, and now they're trying to blame, even Kathy Hochul up there in uh, in New York, is trying to blame the Republicans on the immigration problem. When Joe Biden is calling for more money at the border, not to shut the border down, not to stem the flow of, of illegal immigration. He wants to get more judges and more uh, Border Patrol agents to process them so they can come into the country more quickly. So now we're starting impeachment processes against um, Alejandro Mayorkas, the director of Homeland Security. And Ken Buck is like, Ken Buck, so-called Republican, is up there saying, no, I haven't seen any evidence. I haven't seen any evidence of any wrongdoing. I haven't seen any evidence that this man is not. Go to the border, Ken Buck. Go to the border. See what's going on. Oh, my goodness. These people. I, I really, I don't get them. I really don't. Okay. So we have got a constitutional carry bill in the Senate here in South Carolina. I've been looking at this thing all day. I've been talking to people all day. And all of us have come to a consensus. We have no idea what this thing says. This thing is so convoluted. It's got so many amendments. It's got so it's it's like an Agatha Christie novel. It's got twists and turns everywhere. And then you're like, oh, this person absolutely did it. No, wait a minute. Hold on. They didn't do it. This guy did. Hold on. And that's the way it is. Oh, 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 constitutional carry. Well, you can do this, but you can't do that. But here it says you can do that, but this is the way you have to do it. I'll give an example. Uh, one, one of the things it says that you cannot 
carry a firearm into an establishment that serves alcohol. That is verboten. Can't do it. Can't, can't, can't conceal carry, can't carry a firearm into a, uh, an establishment that serves alcohol. Then, a little while later, it says, but you can, you can go into this establishment that serves alcohol if you don't yourself consume the alcohol. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, that makes sense. Why didn't you put that way up there at the top? Okay. And then there's another one that says that uh, if you are, if you are uh, approached by a police officer during an active investigation, you must tell the police officer that you are armed. Okay, you have to do that. So then go down, go down, go down. And then a little bit later, it goes, oh, but you don't have to do that unless the officer directly asked you if you are, <laughs> if you are armed. So, all right, which one is it? Somebody got, you guys got to clear this mess up. This thing is, it, it, it's like a bowl of spaghetti. You have no idea where it ends and where, where it begins and where it ends. You have no clue. And then we're hearing that also that, if you are convicted of a fel- uh, no, I'm sorry, a misdemeanor, and I've been looking for this because I've had a lot of people tell me about it. If you're convicted of a misdemeanor, they can take away your right to own a fire or possess a firearm and even ammunition for a year. Wow. However, I haven't uh, been able to find that. So. Anyway, we will see what happens with this thing. And, and, we, and I, we had some folks that were going to come on today, and they were like, hey, Charlie, i got to look at this thing more because this is crazy. And it is crazy. It's absolutely nuts. So I, I really wish a much cleaner bill had come out of the House and gone to the Senate. Now, I'm not saying that the Senate wouldn't have come along and, and made it look a th- like third-grade finger-painting. But we, it is where it is. So we'll see what happens with this thing today. It's, uh, it's nuts. It really is. Oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. All right. When, uh, coming up in just a little bit, you know, we've been talking a lot about the folks in the House of Representatives here in South Carolina, in Columbia, and how they love to work with the Democrats when they don't need to work with the Democrats. And they're doing it right now. Even in the Senate, there is no reason whatsoever that the Republicans should work with the Democrats. Because let me ask you something. How many times has that worked out? How many times has that worked out? It hasn't. It's never worked out when the Republicans work with the Democrats. Well, we've got a little local story that we're going to tell you about coming up in just a little bit because, it, I mean, it's just, just one of those things that, that, that has just left me scratching my head since last night. really has. And the Democrats obviously love illegal aliens. Boy, do they love them some illegal aliens. Man, oh man, if they didn't, they wouldn't uh, they would have uh, they would have shut down the border. But we're going to tell you some stories coming up in just a minute. And I'll give you I'll give you a hint here. Don't you think if an illegal alien, if an illegal alien comes to our country, and they commit social security fraud. Don't you think that those people should be deported? I mean, that just, to me, makes a lot of sense. Shouldn't they? If they come here and they actually defraud the taxpayers of this country, 
while they're here illegally. Don't you think they should be deported? Well, I do. But apparently not a whole lot of uh, <laughs> not a whole lot of Democrats do. We'll run those down for you. Hey, Charlie, not one sheriff or police chief supports constitutional carry. Hmm, that's interesting because the Constitution does support constitutional carry. That's what supports it. 100%. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And it doesn't matter what the sheriff says about it. So how much power are you willing to give over to law enforcement? 948. Maybe even your power of speech. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us. Uh, Charlie, all these rules you described on constitutional carry all apply to concealed uh, carry. Of course, you're talking about concealed carry with permit. But the way it is written, I mean, there's no clear and concise. And that's why so many people are having uh, problems with this bill right now, because it's like you need the Rosetta Stone to help you decipher it. We're not really sure what all is in it. First of all, the amendments are exhaustive. They really are. And some of them actually contradict themselves in this. And that was the point I was making there, Texter. So um, so somebody says, uh, uh, one person said, looks like the constitutional carry just got amended to the trash pile. Maybe so. Charlie, if they can suspend your gun rights for a year for a misdemeanor, then they'll make frivolous things a crime to take away your gun rights. Well, that's that's you know what you know what that requires? You know what that requires? A very conservative House of Representatives and Senate here in South Carolina. A very conservative one. Is that what we have now? No, it is not. I would say they were purple at best. Even though a lot of them claim to be Republicans, it's obvious that they're not, or this thing would have breezed through. This thing, this thing would have been, uh, it would have been, it would have been the, uh, the the Charlie James concealed carry permit law, and it would have been like, uh, and it would have read a well-regulated militia being necessary for the <laughs> for a free state, uh, the, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Infringed. Period. All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Crickets. If we had a conservative House and Senate here, but we don't, because a lot of people are going along with, uh, you know, some of these arguments that I'm seeing on the text line right now. All the police, all no police chiefs or sheriffs want concealed carry. I bet some of them do. In fact, I'll bet a lot of them do. Actually. A lot of them. But again, what other? But it's not up to them. 
I mean, that's fine. They're supposed to enforce the law. So let me ask you a question. How many, if this bill is passed, let's just say we, all of a sudden we've got constitutional carry here in South Carolina, like they do so many other states. How many bad guys do you think are going to start carrying firearms? Do you, do you think there's a bad guy out there somewhere going, man, I, I would... I would so carry a pistol if it were legal. I really would. Man, man, when I'm out doing my drug deals, I get scared because I'm not armed because, you know, it's illegal for me because I don't have a permit. Ah, no, no, not one single bad guy is going to start carrying a firearm because we have constitutional carry because I got a little surprise for you. Folks on the text line, they're already carrying firearms. They already are. And I got another, hey, 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 got another little piece of information for you. They don't care if they get caught with it. Because they know that if they get caught with it, that's the first charge they're going to drop when they start those plea deals. So those things always go right out the window, don't they? The only people that really care about this are the law-abiding citizens. The you's and me's of the world. Charlie, I thought uh, Hobart Lewis said he was for constitutional carry. I do not know. I haven't. Uh, Charlie, invite any sheriff or police to come on the air and show their support for open carry. All right, guys, sheriffs all around, you guys let us know. How do you feel about um, constitutional carry? But then again, and again, I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care. The United States and, and nine, uh, 948, what, what do you have against the United States Constitution? What do you have against your rights and freedoms? What other right and freedom would you like to give up? Would you like to give up your freedom of speech or your freedom to exercise your religion or to assemble or to petition the government for redress of grievances? What, what other? Oh, maybe, maybe it'd be okay if the government just housed some soldiers in your home. You think that would be okay? How many more rights are we willing to give up? I bet you wouldn't. I bet you wouldn't give up a whole lot of them. But this one, this one. Charlie, the rhinos in Columbia are using the Nancy Pelosi playbook. We have to pass it now to see what's in it. You, you might be right. You might actually be right. We got to pass it now to see what's in it. Um, there you go. Uh, Charlie, uh, Sheriff Chuck Wright of Spartanburg supports constitutional carry. I appreciate you that. We will see what uh, if we can get him on the program. Uh, but again, it's just it this is one of those bills that you look at and you go, "Oh, we got to clean this up big time." This thing we got to get cleaned up quickly. Quickly, quickly. All right, GS Plumbing Talk Line 800-905-0989, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line 71307. Charlie, I don't care how the sheriffs feel. It's not a feeling. It's my God-giving right. And that's the the thank you so much. That is such a great way to put it. It doesn't matter what they feel. You know, I feel like parking meters are horrible. They're still there. I feel like a lot of things are bad, but they're still there. And then when you sit down and, and you weigh your feelings against reality and your feelings against the law, you got you to gotta put your feelings aside. 
Charlie, I served in the Army 15 and a half years. I'm a disabled combat veteran from Afghanistan. I agree with you 100%. Well, I appreciate you, and I thank you for your service, 948. Thank you very much. However, we got to... Got to get those, uh, got to get this stuff done. I mean, Ohio, but if you look at it, I mean, Florida, they got it. Crime went down. Ohio's got it. Crime went down in all but two major cities. All but two major cities. And I mean, when I talk about violent crime going down, I mean, violent crime went down in all but two major cities. And in those cities, Violent crime went up just a little bit. In fact, there was kind of a growth pattern. You know, the the, the bar graph that's going up and to the right. It kind of started to, to level off there after they passed constitutional carry. Just kind of started because, like it said, an armed society is a polite society. People don't go in brandishing guns when they know that a lot of lead could come flying right back at them. And again, all of this stuff that they keep talking about, how we're going to have shootouts, you know, on Main Street in Greenville and all that, none of that has come to pass. You've never seen it. In fact, Sandy Sin had some, uh, she was clutching her pearls off. What if the police show up and everybody's armed? Oh, my goodness. Well, where's that ever happened? Is that ever, because I'm absolutely certain that would have been all over CNN. Police show up and 34 people are armed. Two of them were bad guys. Police didn't know. It's never happened. It's never happened. Because all the police got to do is say, put down your weapons and the law abiding do that. Charlie, typical South Carolina, they don't want to pass. It says you can't, but if you do, you can't. It says if you do, then you don't. You will. You won't. I know. You know what? 803, I know you were being facetious, but you just offered up a perfect example of this constitutional carry bill. I mean, absolutely perfect. If you do this, you can't do that unless you do this. And then we got that only on a Thursday, though. And if it's a full moon, then you have to inform the officer that you are, um, you got stinky feet and things. Ah, yeah, it's just, again, again. What are these people in Columbia doing? I'm not getting this. Well, we're going to talk to some other people um, about constitutional carry coming up in, in just a little bit. But when we get back, um, I've absolutely had it with Republicans siding or not siding, but working with Democrats when they don't have to. When they don't have to work with Democrats, they still choose to work with Democrats. And that's got me scratching my head, folks. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Well, if you can find a uniparty anywhere, it is right here in South Carolina. I mean, we've got a border bill that is going on in, in the federal uh, uh, government and uh, Republicans are out there wanting to work with the Democrats. I'll never understand this when you don't need to work with Democrats, especially here in South Carolina. There's no need. Democrats are insignificant in our House of Representatives. They're insignificant in our Senate. They hold no power whatsoever. 
But here's what it seems like, and I'll give you three great examples. Number one, the whole James Smith Circuit Court judgeship that they put up, that was a tip of the hat to the Democrats. That was a little bit of equity to the Democrats. That's a little bit of giving the Democrats a hand up. And that's what they wanted to do. They want to work with the Democrats. Another one was this ridiculous rules package that was proposed in the House of Representatives here in South Carolina that would have only allowed two people to propose amendments on a bill. One, Davey Hyatt. The other, Todd Rutherford. They both got 10. Why? Why would you give equity to the Democrats? It was a, it was a, a president that said, and I can't remember who it was. can't remember who it was here. Uh, and he said, uh, uh, elections have consequences. Oh, that's right. It was uh, Barack Obama. Elections have consequences. The Democrats lost. So why are the, the, why are the members of our House of Representatives trying to reach down and give them a hand up? Joining us right now is Sheriff Chuck Wright. Let's talk to him. Sheriff Wright, how are you? Welcome to the program. A pleasure, my friend. My friend, it is an honor to be on your show, and I'm doing better than I deserve. I love that. So constitutional carry being debated right now in the Senate in Columbia. Uh, How do you and some of your other um, uh, sheriffs around the area feel about this? I'm going to speak directly from me. I'm I'm sure that a bunch more sheriffs feel the way I do. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't call them out because I hadn't really directly talked to them, but just a few. Hobart Lewis supports this with me. Um, I support open carry, uh, constitutional carry. Um, You know, I would just really ask people, and and the reason why I'm asking, because I'm talking to people who are responsible enough to go to work and not let the government keep them up. You know, the ones that don't cause trouble, just train yourself. That's all. You know, you train yourself to drive a car. If you go play golf, you have to train yourself to play golf. You know, but, but this is very serious. We train as an office to, as an office to um, be uh, so proficient and careful with our weapon, like we do our driving. So that's the only thing I would ask. I mean, I just would, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't want the government telling me what to do. Right. You know, because I'm a big I'm a big boy. I've been paying taxes since I was like 14 years old. Yeah. You know, I, I have a Fox News interview. I bet over three weeks, and I was had the pleasure of doing. The, I, I call it the knucklehead of the week. She calls it the most wanted. Right. And I told them on Monday when they come in here. I said, "This guy right here walked right through a um, restraining order." I said, "Restraining orders are made of paper, guns are not." Yeah. So I am for you. I am very much so for you arming yourself. And I like it when the liberals get mad because the good guys win. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So if there was if there was any advice you could give to the House and Senate in South Carolina on that, it would be pass this bill, right? A good one, not kind of what we're looking at right now, right? Well, you know, we got some pretty good people down there that get confused in the grass. You know, pop your head out of the grass yeah. and just do what's right. Do what your people want you to do instead of what you think is best for everybody. You were elected to represent the people, not the people that give you money. Ah, uh, that's, now, yeah. Everybody, everybody that served in the military cannot write you a $100 check, a $1,000 check. But by gosh, my friend, they've already paid enough. They get treated like third-rate citizens while this 
football bat we got in office in Washington is giving all the illegals all the stuff that the daggum veterans deserve. Yes, I'm mad about it. Don't care who knows it. There you go. All right, Sheriff Chuck Wright, a pleasure to have you on the program, my friends. Don't be a stranger, please. Thank you, sir. Got you, my friend. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. So, Chuck Wright, for constitutional carry. Folks in, in, in Columbia wanting to work with the liberals, the Democrats on this, but it's not just Columbia either because there's a little issue here locally with the Greenville County Republican Party. They invited David Pascal, Pasco to come in and speak to them coming up. It's going to be a few days, but he's going to come in. Now, this, is, this man is a Democrat, all caps, Democrat, 100%. So they're going to have this guy come in and talk about judicial reform. And my biggest issue with this is, why, why are you going to bring in a Democrat? And, and what I heard was, oh, these, this, he is a, he's a pro-life Democrat. Oh, okay. Uh, he, you know, and we're, we would, you know, if we can work with somebody, on, you know, Democrats on these things, we'll work with. Why? Why? You don't have to work with Democrats. You could have gotten Wes Clymer on there. You could have gotten a hundred people. You could have just said, sorry, you're a Democrat. We don't want you talking to the Greenville County Republican Party. Go talk to the Democrats because that's what you are. Well, you know, this was the guy that prosecuted all those. uh, Oh, you're telling me that a Democrat prosecutor went after Republicans in in the House of Representatives? I am shocked. Just color me shocked that that happened. Oh, my goodness. I know some of these people that got caught up in that. And I know that some of these people, they pled guilty just to stop it, just to make it stop. Instead of having their family destroyed, instead of having to pay the lawyer every time David Pascal, it's the same thing. They did the same thing to them that they're trying to do to Donald Trump, the same thing they did to Roger Stone, the same thing they did to George Papadopoulos, the same thing they did to General Flynn, the same thing they tried to do to Jerome Corsi, the same thing time and time again. But no, because you have deemed them the establishment, you would rather work with a Democrat than somebody that, I mean, oh my gosh. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm going, just what in the, I don't get it. I really don't. Hey, let's bring in, I got an idea, let's bring in a Democrat here. Nope. <laughs> Why? Why would you want to do that? There's no need. There's, I, mean, I got an idea. I mean, if you want to do something like, why don't you just get one as an, an executive committeeman? You know, if you want to be. La da 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 da. It's crazy. It's crazy because there's absolutely no need for it whatsoever. None. But yet it is happening. Charlie, you get Biden as POTUS when you work with friends across the aisle. You know what else you get? You get convoluted bills like this one we have in the House. You get confusion. These people would rather fight against other Republicans than fight against Democrats. So how much would I trust any of these people to go to, to, to Columbia? Zip. Absolutely none. There is no reason. No reason. So, Charlie, oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Charlie, you're going to bring, I don't know who that is. There you go. Uh, there you go. All right. Anyway, I'm 
strange things on the text line right now. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, Scout Motors is threatening legal action against a publication. We'll tell you about that coming up next. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. I'm going to say it again for maybe the thousandth time. I do not believe that a single EV is going to roll off that that assembly line in Blythewood from Scout Motors. I don't believe, I don't believe one. Well, let me say that they may have one ceremonial one. They may have a ceremonial, but not one production car uh, EV is going to roll off that assembly line, in, uh, and I'll give you some great examples of, of why coming up in just a second. But these, these Scout Motors and Volkswagen have done zero, zero to endear themselves to the people of South Carolina. Now, they had the—and again, it goes back to the state legislature. They had these people just falling all over them, just kissing their feet, bowing and scraping— to these people. Oh, please go. Oh, please come to South Carolina. We sure would love to have you right here in our backyard. It would be amazing to have y'all. Spreckens it, Georgia. Spreckens it, Georgia, y'all. So, they're coming here. How much communications do you think that this company has had with the town of Blythewood? I'll give you another hint. None. Absolutely none. So there was supposed to be a big um, public meeting. This is a couple of months ago. It was supposed to be a big public meeting uh, with Scout Motors there in Blythewood. And it was at, I don't know, it was like a gym, a high school gym or something. And so all these people showed up because they were going to have questions answered by this company. Questions answered. And when they show up, you know what they got? They got handed an information packet. Here you go. There you go. Compliment of Scout Motors. There you, nope, you can keep the folder. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Keep the paperclip. That's what, and that's all they got. That's all they got. In fact, the mayor of Blythewood lost his election because of this crap. So now Scout Motors is threatening to take the publication, The Nerve, to court. That's a South Carolina uh, online news agency. They're threatening to take, and if you, by the way, if you guys do not read Rick Brundrett over at The Nerve, you need to. Bookmark that site. It's a great site. I love The Nerve. I think they're just fantastic. Um, But they have threatened to take The Nerve to court if they publish confidential and proprietary information contained in an incentives wish list that the Volkswagen company submitted to the state of Mississippi which lost out to South Carolina for an electric vehicle assembly plant. On January the 24th, formal notice of intent to take legal action, Jason Fortenberry, one of the Jackson, Mississippi attorneys representing Scout Motors, warned the nerve that the company will file a protective order petition in the Hines County Chancery Court in Jackson by tomorrow if the nerve withdraws, unless the nerve withdraws or modifies its request for that wish list. The nerve, however, already had obtained the wish list known as a request for proposal 
on January the 10th, after initially submitting a, a written request to the Mississippi Depe Development Authority on December the 6th under the state's open records law. The NERV plans to uh, publish published the um, request for, um, what is it called, request for proposal, revealing some significant differences between the taxpayer-backed incentives that Scout Motors sought in Mississippi and the ones they got here in South Carolina. Good for them. Good for them. So then the nerve, they went in and they, they filed an, a um, um, Freedom of Information Act for some documents coming out of Blythewood. Well, they, got, they were supposed to get those documents. But the documents had to first go to the Commerce Department. So then the Commerce, so guess where they still are? They're still in the Commerce Department. So Blythewood has released these documents, but the Commerce Department is re refusing to release these documents on what's going on in Blythewood. I'm telling you what, and this, these are the same people. This is the reason that we have hate crimes bills here in South Carolina. That's the reason, because we had to have some sort of diversity, equity, and inclusion here in South Carolina in order for them to come here. I'm really interested to see the difference between the taxpayer load in Mississippi versus the one we have here in South Carolina with the, what, $1.7 billion? wonder if Mississippi's was more than that or less than that. It's going to be very interesting to see. Can't wait to read that document. Meanwhile, like I said, still don't believe a single commercial vehicle is going to come off that line. <sighs> Volvo, Volvo is cutting off funding, funding for its EV affiliate. That's right. Volvo said it will not provide further funding to Polestar. I drove a Polestar when we were in, um, when we were in Scotland. We landed in Edinburgh at the airport. We got a Polestar. We didn't want an electric vehicle, but it was the only thing they had. So we got in this thing and drove that to St. Andrews and back. Hated it. Did not like that vehicle at all. But now they've cut off funding for that. No more of the Polestar. And now we've got another EV startup that was going to revolutionize the industry. That one has gone belly up. That was a $13 billion um, uh, startup, and they're on the verge of collapse now. I'm telling you, the EV industry is a losing proposition everywhere it goes. Ford is cutting theirs, but what are we doing here in South Carolina? We're just trying to welcome all these. Hey, oh, you got an, uh, you got an EV plant? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start an electric vehicle battery plant in my home. So I'm going to see how many tax breaks I can get from the state of South Carolina because, oh, boy, you get a bunch of them, and you can read them right there on their website here in South Carolina. We are screaming and itching for the EV companies to come here. I'll tell you what, I guarantee you, anybody that comes here is not going to be around long. I mean, look what happened. What were those, uh, what were those, what was the name of those buses? Proteras? Those Proteras buses, the, the, all those things, those are belly up. And these things, this is happening all over the country. Asheville. Asheville bought all of these buses, and now they're just sitting there because why? They can't get doors replaced. They can't get anything replaced on these things. The electric vehicle industry, by and large, 
is a sham and a scam. And it's taking taxpayers' money left and right. I'm telling you. When Oh, my gosh. So can't wait to read um, some of that stuff coming in from the nerve. All right. The GS Plumbing Talk Line. Oh, yeah, that's right. I meant to say that. Volvo stock. Thank you, 686. Once Volvo announced that they were giving the axe to the Polaris or the Polestar, whatever it is, their stock went up 20%. Unbelievable. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 